It is 7.45 in the morning. That means it's time for our wine chat with our friend Jack Farrell from Haskell's. Good morning, Jack. Welcome back. And how was the reunion? <laughs> well, everybody was so old. <laughs> yeah, who are these people? <laughs> <laughs> who are these old people? I went to school with a lot of young people. I don't know what happened to them. Oh, boy. We can all relate to that for sure. Indeed. It yeah. was great fun. Well, that's great good. Fun. I'm glad I went. I'm sorry to be on an airplane coming home just about this time a week ago, but here I am today. That was fun talking with Ted, as usual, too. So. Yeah, he's a remarkable fellow, believe me. He is. Well, what what are you going to be talking about today? Well, you know what I thought I'd talk about is the change of season, and we certainly are having a bit of that. And, you know, you change your clothes from summer to fall. Maybe I should try some different and new wines in the fall. And I had some suggestions I thought might go well with your pumpkin spice latte or your more hearty food that we have, you know, when the, there's a nip in the air, your appetite increases a bit. And, you know, so also that should be reflected in the wines you drink. You know, a, a popular wine for me in the fall in the white wine category would be Semillon. And, you know, while a lot of people don't know much about Semillon, Get a white Bordeaux. It's usually primarily Semillon with a little Sauvignon Blanc in it. And the wines give you a mouthful welcome to the white wine world. They're totally different from Chardonnay. But they have a, a place in the wine lexicon, in my opinion, that really uh, enhances fall dishes. For example, if you were having, uh, say, salmon, that you doused in maple syrup with a little bit of soy sauce and put on the grill. Uh, a, a nice white Bordeaux with that would be an interesting change. My favorite, of course, would be Pinot Noir to have with it. But white Bordeaux wouldn't be bad, and you'd find it very interesting because that semillon would react with the sweetness of the maple syrup so nicely. Uh, it, you know, there's kind of notes of honey. Uh, the semillon is uh, by itself... You can get it, of course, from California. There's some semillons in South Africa. And even uh, Chile makes some semillon. Uh, and Australia's made semillon for years. But it, the best expression, I think, is that when it's blended, and that, like I say, it depends on the Bordeaux estate. It can be anywhere from 90% uh, to just 55%. But it, it's the primary bl- uh, grape in white Bordeaux. And white Bordeaux, again, should not be overlooked, uh, particularly at this time of year. I think they go so well with fall dishes. Another one uh, is, of course, Viognier, which is uh, a white wine from the Rhone Valley. And uh, Viognier is just a marvelous grape type. I've always said it's better to blend Viognier's than by itself, and that was until I tasted a wine called La Forge. Uh, La Forge's Viognier is just such an incredibly interesting wine. It's very modestly priced. Uh, I think it's around $12 a bottle. And it's the best straight Viognier I've ever tasted, irregardless of price. But Viognier's are are really go-to wines, and so are any of the white Rhone wines. It's a nice segue from Chardonnay to go to white Cote de Rhone's. And the white Cote de Rhone's are very inexpensive. It's very, you're hard-pressed to find a white Cote de Rhone that's over $15. And believe me, they're bargains that really shouldn't be overlooked. Uh, it, it's a terrific uh, white wine and uh, modestly priced 
and there's lots of different ones of them. You look for an estate bottle or a, a cooperative that has a good name to it uh, in white Cote de Rhone's. But if you find a good one, uh, that can be your go-to white wine all winter long. I find Cote de Rhone's very, very versatile. They're not only good food wines, it's not a bad plain uh, white wine to have as an aperitif, uh, a white Cote de Rhone. are really just remarkable. Uh, an area we kind of overlook for most of the year, but we shouldn't in the fall, is the Piedmont area of uh, Italy. The Piedmont is kind of up in the north, the foothills of the Alps in northern Italy. And, you know, that makes the greatest wine of all, the king of wine and the wine of kings, and that's uh, the wine from uh, the Piedmont uh, uh, that's called Barolo. But Barolos are a big, kind of almost winter wine, if you will. For fall wine, why not try Barbera? Barbera has been often called the Cinderella of red wines. And indeed it is, because it's underappreciated, just like poor Cinderella was. But a good Barbera has berry and cherry notes, and it goes, thanks to a little lively acidity, goes extremely well with lots of dishes, particularly if you're having any Italian dishes, a mastacholi or a big hearty pasta with a red sauce. Try a Barbera for a change. I think you'll be pleased to discover it. And another one while we're in this St. Piedmont area for the fall, in my opinion, is Dolcetto. Dolcetto is often called the Beaujolais of Italy, and it's a fruity, wonderful little sweet wine. Uh, it's not really sweet. I, I think it's sweet because I think it's priced right and it's delicious, but uh, that's a different type of sweet. It's not sugary sweet. It's more tannin than Barbera, but less acidity. Uh, you can expect kind of a light licorice, almost an anise aftertaste to it. Uh, Dolcettos are really wonderful wines for this time of year, I think. And as long as we're on uh, red wines, let's talk a little bit about the Grenache. Grenache is really one of the friendliest grape types, in my opinion, for fall wines. It, it's a remarkable wine. Its appeal to me is so broad. Everybody who has a Grenache seems to like it. And, uh, of course, it's the principal grape type of the entire Cote de Rhone, Grenache and Syrah are two big, big red wines that are, are extremely popular. But uh, you can find, you know, some Chateau Neuf de Pops are almost 100% Grenache. Others are mixtures. But, again, it's a wonderful wine for the fall. It has kind of a strawberry berry nose, uh, a rich mouth-fulling aftertaste. And in my humble opinion, uh, Grenache is really... Uh, a wonderful fall wine and surely goes so well with something like a big pork roast would be perfect. And, you know, Grenache comes also from Australia, uh, California, but the best place to get it, in my opinion, because of the price, is the Cote de Rhone. Again, it's a wonderful red wine in the Cote de Rhone, and uh, it goes well with any kind of fall dish. Uh, we had a little Cote de Rhone for lunch the other day because we were having venison stew. And believe me, with that venison stew, that little Cote de Rhone was a marriage made in heaven. It was just paired perfectly. And then there's a wine coming out of Washington. When Ted and I were in Washington in late August for the uh, Washington uh, annual charity auction, 
Uh, it's called GSM, Grenache Syrah Moudouvre. And they're actually selling the wine as GSM. It's a blend of Grenache, Syrah, and Moudouvre. And it goes very, very well with casual food. Uh, if you're going to have stuffed peppers, it would be the perfect wine to have with it. If you're having bacon on your cheeseburger, again, GSM, great wines to have with that. And Washington is producing lots of these now. But, again, you want a really good GSM, go to the mother country, go to the Cote de Rhone, and get a little bitty Cote de Rhone. Uh, again, they're inexpensive. 90% of them are blended of those three varietals, Grenache, Syrah, and Maduvre. And I, as I said, I think in a, for a fall go-to wine, you can't go wrong with a Cote de Rhone. Number one, you're not ever going to overpay for one because generally they're priced well under $20. And the real bargain is in the bottle. Pull the cork and you'll see exactly what I mean. Most Cote de Rhone's are true bargains. And believe me, uh, it's fun to try a new world, the GSM from the state of Washington. But again, if you're going to have something that's roasted and has an herbaceous flavor, etc., why not try one of those wonderful Cote de Rhone's? They're really bargains. And of course, Denny, we can't forget your favorite, Zinfandel. Yes. Zinfandel just goes so well with so many different things. And if you really love Zinfandel, do yourself a favor and try Primitivo. Primitivo is an Italian wine, comes from the Bari section of Italy, which is down in the heel of the boot, and that's orig the original Zinfandel. They were never able to trace where Zinfandel came from till they got into the DNA studies, and then they found that it parent is Primitivo from Italy, and uh, those Primitivos are, again, inexpensive, fun to try, and they're the mother of Zinfandel. It's not an American weed, as we thought for years and years and years, indigenous to America. Zinfandel has a pedigree in Italy, and even a bigger pedigree in Croatia, where it's uh, uh, very, very fondly regarded as, and I can't quite pronounce the name of it in Croatian, but it's a good wine, and, and Zinfandel goes with so many things, hearty dishes uh, that, that are typical fall dishes. Try a Zinfandel with them. It's a hearty, robust wine. It's not doesn't have the elegant finesse of a Cabernet Sauvignon, but it certainly is a wine worth drinking and seeking out. And uh, so that that's really it. Uh, with the cool weather, the changing of the leaves, snow flurries in the air, we're all braced for fall, and maybe we should brace ourselves with a little change in the cellar. Try a white Bordeaux instead of a, a Chardonnay, and try a Cote de Rhone instead of your favorite Cabernet. I think you'll be delighted with the change in wines as well as the change in season. Some great information today, as usual, Jack. And I know the folks are, if they're anything like me who get up real early, I'm ready for dinner now. With all of that, but I tell you, if you're, if you're going to want to match things up and you're not sure of what, how, how to pair the food with whatever wine, go to any one of the Haskell's locations. Those people really know their stuff, and they'll be glad to help. And they love to talk about wine, and they love to pair wine with food, whether you're going to have a grilled salmon on the grill or you're involved with a very robust, hearty stew to take the nip out of the air. 
The Haskell's folks will help you pick a wine that will blend just perfectly with whatever you're preparing. And best of all, they're going to help you pick a wine that will not break the bank. It will be affordable and delicious. There's a Haskell's near you where you can learn about wine. Haskell's in Bloomington. There's a Haskell's in Excelsior. Haskell's in Faribault, right off of 35. Our super seller up at Maple Grove is not to be missed. Just think, one wall has 16,000 bottles of wine in it. Uh, Minneapolis downtown has free parking on Saturday and Sunday. At Minnetonka, Plymouth, St. Paul's Highland Village, Stillwater, White Bear Lake, and Woodbury all have Haskell's stores. And don't forget, Haskell's does deliver, and we are the wine people, and we're called the wine people for a good reason. We know a lot about wine. And by the by, we, our summer, our, our fall sale is going on right now through November 10th. Stop in and pick up your favorite wine at such bargains you'll want to buy cases. So stop in. Absolutely. And, Jack, let's plan on chatting again next week. You know, Denny, I'm going to look forward to that. Thanks so much, Jack Farrell from Haskell's. Yeah, more wine chat next week here on CCO.